0: We're back for another week on NBL Now. As always, there's plenty of topics on the table. And next up has been projected at number one in an NBA mock draft. We'll get Damon Lowry's thoughts on the forks and the Breakers. And this season's a bit of a dogfight. If it was, what kind of dogs would we have in the fight? That's coming up on NBL Now. Happy Tuesday, another round in the books in the National Basketball League. Joel Peterson and Damon Lowry here to break it all down. Good morning, Damon. JP,
1: how you going, big fella?
0: I'm very well, all the better for seeing you. Uh, I said on Saturday night when we ran into each other between commentary games, I was looking forward to talking to you on Tuesday, and here we are to chop it all up. A, a story that we didn't expect off the top, though, uh, the latest mock draft from The Athletic's Sam Vecini has Alex Saar, the Perth Wildcats' next star, projected at number one. Isn't that quite the story?
1: Alex Saar, number one pick in the draft. Wow. Because if I'm not mistaken, the number one pick in the draft gets a three-year guaranteed deal, fourth year is an option, $10 million guaranteed year one. $10 million. And I'm real proud, too, because... He's one of ours. I'm telling my buddies back home, hey, Alex Sarban, he played in our league. So, man, I'm so happy for him. And, and I'm telling you, what this does for the Next Stars program, man, every kid in the world who wants to make it to the NBA will know about this Next Star program. We got to get our ass to Australia because it's going down.
0: And Perth's turned their season around in the last couple of weeks. John, really made some changes to that rotation. Have you been sort of pleasantly surprised with what you've seen from the
1: Wildcats? I have Johnny really show conviction like I know he would. He's a fighter, and he's going to juggle those pieces around until they hit into Alex Sar's credit. He just stayed the course. You never heard him say anything. He just, just let me play. Whenever I'm out there on the court, I'm going to give you my all. And this guy's um, he's looking like a young professional. So good, good luck to him moving forward because we're all going to be having our chest poked out saying, yeah, Alex was in our league.
0: Yeah, he's going to be one that we follow. There's no doubt about that. Um, when we did run into each other on Saturday night, Damon, it was just after you'd called the Illawarra Hawks game. And immediately, you know, there's that connection there, of course. Uh, you were so high on them coming into the into this season. Where to now for the Hawks? Because they lose that game to an undermanned hands team. It's unrealistic to think that they're a playoff team at this stage and even a play-in team. What what can they salvage from this season?
1: Ugh. <sighs> This was so hard for me because obviously that's that's my team. That was my club. My kids, my kids went to school there. I mean, it was, you know, so Wollongong was always going to have a special place in my heart that Illawarra region. And saying that, they're horrific. They are so bad, very hard to watch. And you can see the talent that's there, but they just do not know how to play together. They don't. They don't value the defensive side of the ball. is so many problems there. When you say what can be salvaged out of this season, I tell you, I don't know. They got to get out in the community and damn near walk around with signs on their back saying, we're sorry, we apologize for this, give us another chance. Um, yeah, and throw themselves on the mercy because this has been bad from start to finish. And I actually, Joe, tipped them to win the whole thing. I tipped Sam Froling to be in the All-Star Five, and after this, I'm going to go and have myself drug tested. <laughs> well, I wasn't going to bring that up,
0: so you've done well to you've done well to throw yourself under the bus there, Damon. But uh, yeah, it hasn't broken the way for the Hawks that they would expect at the start of the season. They're two and seven. The team that's just above them on the table is the New Zealand Breakers, finalists from last year. They are two and six. The Breakers they play the Hawks this Sunday. They've got Tassie before that. Um, what's going wrong in New Zealand at the moment? They, they've had a massive slip on defense, we know they've had injuries, we know they've had, obviously, the travel of the, the NBA games as well. What do you see when you watch New Zealand at the moment that's the, the cause of some of those issues?
1: I'm going to go back to 2022. Well, I don't know what happened, but Eric Pardon was so huge for that team. Defensively, offensively, this guy was a consummate type of breaker player for whatever reason he's not here and they replaced him with lango Matieng and dane pinnell that is a downgrade in everybody's opinion in my the way i see it so that's straight away they're not going to be as good defensively then they brought in some good imports will the white gets hurt i mean and we all know how will was playing last year you bring in pjc who was a phenomenal them two right now having quite clicked together along the same lines that Will Cummings and Gary Brown, uh, Jordan Crawford, and Milton Doyle. Them two, as good as they are, haven't quite clicked yet. And Justinian Jessup gets hurt, he leaves. Dylan Don Cheatham's done for quite a while. So this team didn't even have Anthony Lamb at the start of the year, and he is now their best player. So they just, um, they're they going through it right now. And for the first time I've seen him look dejected last game do you think they can turn it around i don't think so not without xiv and chief I'm coming back it's, it's going to be too many l's they're going to just it's going to be too far of an uphill climb i just as much as much as i love Modi mayor and the heart that that team plays with i think they're literally joe gonna run out of time it's
0: going to be they're going to be a really interesting watch even just this weekend because they've got to start winning if they are to turn it around uh very very soon uh, one team that returned to their winning ways at the weekend is Mel- Melbourne United. Uh, Joe Llewellyn, Jr., playing his way into the MVP chat of late. They're 5-1 with him in the lineup, United. Uh, is he the best big in the league,
1: Damon? Yep. Yep. Not a- I thought, and we might touch on this a little bit later, I thought our man, Al Big Sauce Williams, I thought he was not only the best big in the league, but he was my front runner for MVP. But then them two went heads up. They went heads up in a dogfight, and JLA did it easy. Sauce Spiles out of the game. And, um, yeah, so JLA has played himself in MVP chats, as well as his teammate, Chris Goldie.
0: Yeah, they've got a couple that are leading the way. Melbourne United, uh, you know, a team that has so much depth. And a couple of weeks ago, you were looking at them thinking, do they even have an MVP contender? And all of a sudden, they've got two, and they're top of the table at 9-2. and two. Um, the 36ers on Saturday lost to Tassie. Uh, just sort of going back to, to the, the DJ Vesejovic now that we've seen him for a little while. A couple of weeks ago, Damon, you said that you thought he wouldn't suit Adelaide. Has he changed your mind at all from what you've seen with him in that
1: 36ers lineup? He has. He's, he definitely has. He wouldn't have been my first pick. I still would have went with a bigger guy. But DJ's been playing well. Now, let me say this about DJ. The human torch flamethrower himself. When he was in the Sydney Kings getting those 15 points a game, he had Xavier Cooks making life easy for him. He had Derek Walker Jr. making his life easy for him. He had Dua. I'm not Dua. I'm sorry. He had Jarrell Martin. It was a whole bunch of other guys. Life easy. Now, you put a DJ with Adelaide, the 15 points ain't that big of a deal no more. Don't have the same impact. You don't have the same dogs. A lot of dog references in this podcast. Um, and I'm looking at, like, yes, he's he'll be a good player for him long term, but he needs way more help.
0: Yeah, and they, they just need to try and right the ship. Uh, the 36 is 3-7 and seven on their season. They take on the Phoenix on Friday night. That's going to be a big game. Of course, Daniel Johnson returning to the Adelaide Entertainment Center. We prefaced it right off the top, Damon. And we've you've, you've mentioned it. You've touched on it throughout. A couple of weeks ago, Alan Williams, the Southeast Melbourne big man, Said that every game in this season is a dogfight, and uh, it's it's easy to see why. It's easy to agree with him. So that sparked an idea with you. You're a creative man, Mr. Lowry. I like the way you think you think outside the box. We're going to hit on if if this season was a dogfight, and we don't condone that kind of behaviour. Let it be said, we do not condone that kind of behaviour. But if it was a dogfight, what kind of dogs would we have in the fight? And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a few at you for every team, and you're gonna give me a species of canine to line up with an NBL franchise. Let's start at the bottom, David, with
1: Illawarra. Illawarra Hawks. They're a poodle. Actually, no, they're a chihuahua. They are a little designer dog that walks around in human clothes, thinking it's a human, and nobody takes that dog serious. The New Zealand Breakers. Ah, the New Zealand Breakers. They're tough. Now, I got the New Zealand Breakers. They've had some Unbelievable run of injuries. They've had some unbelievable bad luck. They are a blue healer. They're, they're hard-working dogs. They're devoted and loyal to their owner, mori Mayor. They just can't quite take the trick right now, but they got respect. You've clearly thought about this a lot, Diamond. The Ki Pans are blue healers as well. Love ah. to, the devoted to their owner, Adam Ford, and they get after it. They got respect.
0: I like that. So this this is what's going through your mind when you're lunging around the uh the streets of uh of Melbourne. Uh what about the Adelaide thirty
1: sixers? Adelaide 36 sixers, border collie. They're 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 active working dog that suited Joe to the country. If confined without activity though, they can become unhappy, destructive, but they respond well to praise. Good job, Adelaide Thirty Sixers. You're having a dip. Well done. Good job, boy.
0: Uh, the Brisbane Bullets diamond, they've lost a few in a while. They're five and six.
1: Ah, the Brizzy Bullets, they're a Labrador, but they're a rescue Labrador. Because they've been abused, though. They've been abused. They are a rescue dog, Labrador. They're playful. They're intelligent. They're an ideal team for a first-time owner. Justin Schuler. Yeah, they're easy going. They got high energy levels. But they were like I said, they were abused before. So it's going to take a little bit of time, but everybody likes a good lab.
0: They're friendly. They've got a lot of fans, that's for sure. We know the Cairns and Blue Healers, uh, the
1: Perth Wildcats. Perth Wildcats, they're a bulldog. They have found some form, won their last three games. They're a people-orientated dog job. They're love many. mini, Red Army. They just know how to be courageous. They're aggressive, especially when they come up against some unfamiliar dogs. So yeah, a bulldog is um my species of perfect wildcats.
0: I think the I think the Red Army would like that. I think that I think they'd take that as a compliment. Um the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix as we get into the playoff teams.
1: Ah, uh, had you asked me this a week ago before the throwdown. The Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, Joe, they're that dog that looks tough, but maybe they're not so tough. They're a staffy. You see a staffy from down the street and you go, Oh, look out. What is that? Is that a people? Oh no, that's a staffy. Maybe, Joe, they just want, they just want cuddles. Maybe these want to sit on your lap and let you just rub them behind the ears. I don't know. The Tasmania Jack Jumpers in the top three. Let's just lump all these last three together Tasmania Jack Jumpers, Melbourne United, and the Sydney Kings. They're pit bulls. They are three pit bulls who will maul you and rip your face off. Do not take them lightly at all. They will also come into your house, eat your food. Do whatever they want to do. And if you go into their yard,
0: you can guarantee they've got the sign on the gate that says, Beware the dog. <laughs> exactly. We might have to check in through this throughout the season, see if there's any crossbreeding action going on, see if any have been downgraded, if any have had to be sent to the farm throughout the course of the year. This might be something that uh, that we come back to. Uh, good fun. And, uh, go, and uh, go and clean up those kennels. <laughs> good on you, Joel. Thanks, Damon. Uh, plenty more coming on NBL now throughout the course of the week, and of course the NBL website and app are the place for all the latest news.